Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Cerna. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles football pregame show. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio bringing you the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they're taking on the Saxy Mustangs under Friday night lights at 7 p.m. over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium and you are listening to the pregame show of the Rowlett Eagles taking on the Saxy Mustangs and we're being brought to you by the Bullet Experience for all your training program needs or skills or things that you need to know for your certain sport you need to come in contact and take a look at the bullet experience whether it be training programs that you'll need to know for kids and adults basketball skills soccer skills football skills even volleyball skills that could be done uh, for you and ready to go they got everything you can get better every day also their training programs unbelievable make sure you check into the speed and power explosive training programs the uh, Veritex um, the Veramax flight school as well as speed school youth training and adult training get it all at the bullet experience just outside of Waterview over at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett you can also come in contact with Melvin Bullet directly by calling 214-326-7853 and we thank him for the sponsorship of the pregame show now it has boiled down to this the last week of the season what can you expect is you know the setup perfect but it also set up perfect for other things that are going on within this district and what are you talk i know what people are saying what are you talking about sonny well let's take a look at the standings over in 6a region 2 district 10 as far as that was concerned and some of the things that happened last week uh, because it started on thursday night as the garland owls uh, were defeated by the Neyman Forest Rangers on Thursday night, 36-7. to And when it started out that way, it shot the Neyman Forest Rangers to 4-2 and on the season. Now, you even go back to the week before that. As far as where the standings are for the Neyman Forest Rangers, as they shocked the Wiley Pirates at Wiley which in turn gave them the head-to-head advantage over the Wiley Pirates. Notice how we're not talking a lot about the Rowlett Eagles, and I will get to them, but those two games that happened were huge. Also, the game that happened on, uh, on uh, Friday night as Wiley snuck by the uh, North Garland Raiders last week to improve to four and two. So I set it up this way because as of right now, in third place, it's the Neyman Forest Rangers at a four and two record with the Wiley Pirates who are four and two. So as of right now, what the standings are we have the third and fourth spot 
all set and ready to go for one week. We also have, in reality, the top four already set for the playoffs. It's all about positioning. And I started off with the name of Forest Rangers and the Wiley Pirates for a reason, as Wiley has South Garland and their opportunity to probably get a win, as unfortunately, the South Garland Colonels have not won a football game in district all season long. Then you shoot it over to the Neyman Forest Rangers, and they have a tough game. And folks, when I mean tough, I'm talking about a tough game against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, who lost to the Rowlett Eagles just this past week. But Neyman Forest are on a roll. They have won four in a row. That's the reason why they're sitting in the fourth position in front of Wiley. But just as much as we talked about Wiley getting South Garland and quite possibly the win, the Neyman Forest Rangers have a lot of pressure on them to get the victory. And the reason being is third place is online probably in that game because of the unfortunate situation as South Garland have not won a game and quite possibly might drop this game to the Wiley Pirates. So, Neyman Forest over at Williams Stadium, same time your Rowlett Eagles are on the football field, taking on the Saxe Mustangs. Again, we'll talk about that here in just a moment. But this game here, Lakeview and Neyman Forest, Lakeview put a scare into the Saxe Mustangs just two weeks ago. Last week, your Rowlett Eagles got a good victory in reality against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, 24-7, but that was by far not an easy game either. So, that game, if we were not calling that game where the Rowlett Eagles are taking on the Saxe Mustangs, I'd be over there watching this game. And I wished it was a Thursday night game so I could just enjoy it. Because that one's going to be a good one. It'll be probably for third place as Wiley quite possibly is going to get the victory there. Now, if the name of Forest Rangers lose that game and Wiley wins like we expect them to, Wiley will end up in third place in the district, followed by Neyman Forest, but they are in the playoffs. Now, if Neyman Forest does beat the Lakeview Centennial Patriots on Friday night, the Neyman Forest Rangers will end up in third place within this district followed by Wiley. And then it sets up the whole situation on who will play where and what and all that other stuff. Now, I have talked a lot about other teams besides your Rowlett Eagles because I felt it was important to set up third and fourth because your Rowlett Eagles are either going to be district champions or they're going to come in second within district, which in turn will set up a lot of things to talk about with the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna about where they could possibly go and everything else and I'm letting him do all that background and get set and I'm not even going to jump into that part. What I am going to do is we're going to take a look at it 
where the standings are. Why they are playing for district? Well, the Saxe Mustangs are 6-0. The Rowlett Eagles are 5-1. They are going head-to-head -head on Friday night. So, based upon how the tiebreakers are figured out, it starts off number one, head-to-head. -head. And if your Rowlett Eagles figure out how to beat the Saxe Mustangs, they will win the district championship with the five and uh, mark that a six and one record. Saxe will have the six and one record, but the Rowlett Eagles will have the tiebreaker over them and they will win district. However, if Saxe wins the game, they will win district and the Rowlett Eagles will be five and two and they will be sitting at that position in second because Rowlett has the tiebreaker over the name and Forest Rangers. Now, it even gets more interesting if Wiley wins, which we expect them, they would be five and two. And if Neiman Forest falls to the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, the Wiley Pirates would jump up to the number two position with the Rowlett Eagles at number three, then the Neiman Forest Rangers at number four. That's the way it all shapes up here on the pregame show and for this game here tonight. Or Friday, if you're listening on Thursday. So the setup for this is incredible and it's so much so it took it took until me looking at this when we did set up and i'm doing the pre-game show pre-recorded it took me time for me to figure this out all the way to where it is now took me and I, I was looking at them going how is all this going to work out because those head-to-head -head tiebreakers are big So the Rowlett Eagles really want the Neyman Forest Rangers to beat the Lakeview, uh, be, to beat the Wiley Pirates. Mark that. They want the Lakeview Centennial Patriots to beat the Neyman Forest Rangers, and that would solidify them in second place. So Neyman Forest gets the victory at Lakeview Centennial. The Eagles will wrap that up. But we won't know that until the end of the game on Friday night. So it sets up Wiley in South Carolina on Thursday. It almost really doesn't matter. I, like I said, I don't think South Garland will be able to get the victory. But if they are able to get the victory, Wiley would drop to four and three, but still hold on to that fourth position. So that's how the last week ends up. It's crazy scenarios that could happen. We don't want to happen, but that's the way it just kind of sets up right now. So with the Rowlett Eagles where they are, they definitely want to get the victory. The victory gives them the district championship. If they don't, they could come in either second place within the district or third place or fourth place. Nothing is set in stone. 
but it does start with them. If they take care of their own business, we talk about this all the time. If you take care of your own business, you know where you're going to be. And in this case, it's the Rowlett Eagles winning the district. If they lose that football game, though, it does turn into like as the world turns when it comes to figuring out who will win and who where they will end up as far as the playoffs are concerned. So we can you know cue up the as the world turns music as far as that is concerned if the Raleigh Eagles lose this game. So in this obviously last week was the biggest game of the season because of what was online. The Eagles had to win that football game because if they didn't, Lakeview would be three and four and your Raleigh Eagles would be four and two. And we would be talking about a total a three-way tie with Damon Forrest and a lot of other things that are going on. So it's just a crazy week. So, that having been said, your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Saxony Mustangs for the district championship. So, what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we will take a look at what is coming our way. That being the Rowlett Eagles way with taking a look at the stats and the things that are going on with the Saxony Mustangs going in there. That having been said, we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're going to hear from our main sponsor, of course, that the the Bullet ex, uh, Experience. Again, located at 8900 Princeton Road, just outside of Waterview. You can also come in contact with Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853. And folks... Check out their website. First of all, their website is out of sight. And second of all, you can get anything and everything that you need to know, from the kiddos all the way up to adults, um, to training things that you need to go, even volleyball, even basketball. And folks, if you get the opportunity, go there and just take a tour of the place because where they have the basketball and volleyball it is a great setup out there to take a look at and go cheer your kids on in those respective leagues that they got going on over at the Bullet Experience. Contact them again, 214-326-7853, 8900 Princeton Road, just on the outside of Waterview. We're going to take that quick break here on the pregame show of your Rowland Eagles as they're taking on the Saxy Mustangs for the district championship. We'll be right back. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. 
Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costlow Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costlow Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today.
and welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, coming to you here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they host the Saxy Mustangs for the district championship in District 10-6A. This is what it's all about, what it boils down to. Uh, victory, they take care of their own business, and they take home the district championship. However, a loss, if you were just listening in the last segment, it turns into a, you know, a soap opera on how it can end up if what certain team wins and when, or does not win. Um, if South Garland can pull off the big upset against Wiley, it will definitely throw a monkey wrench in a lot of things, especially if the Eagles lose. Many, many things. And we're actually going to go really deep into detail with that with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna when we bring in and go into our next segment. So, folks, this one here, what are we looking at? Well, we're looking at a football team that has not lost in district, but we're also talking about a football team that did not win outside of district before they even stepped in and took on the first game within district. They were 0-3, but it's that all-important district standings that figure out where you're going to be when it comes to playoff time. And and the Saxy Mustangs have been on a roll as soon as District opened up. They've won all six of their games. They have three, ga- uh, three games that they lost, but were outside of District. This is also a football team that uh, played a full schedule uh, of 10 games. Your Rowlett Eagles will end up be playing uh, nine games, and so are the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So it kind of turns things around a little bit in reality. So, looking at these numbers and everything, it does boil down to this. Even though that one game is going to be not uh, be a difference as far as that's concerned, they may go by the percentage. And the Eagle Eye knows that. So, with the Eagles being one game less, the percentage becomes more for them because they played less games and won more of them. So, there are a lot of things to look at when it comes to this game, especially if your Rowlett Eagles lose this game. And we'll talk more about that whole thing with the Eagle Eye. Because we did forget about the fact that the Eagles did have one less game, but it was on the outside of district, so it didn't matter. So, even though it... If it's like a regular football, like the NFL or something like that, that makes a difference. But it's not going to make a difference as far as winning percentage is concerned because all the district games have been played and that's what they settled on. So what do the Rowlett Eagles have coming to them? An undefeated football team within district and a football team that has played very well all year long as soon as they went into district. So let's take a look at the numbers. What's going on out there? All right. Well, this is a football team that does not necessarily have one quarterback. This is a football team that could actually play three different players at the quarterback position. So I'm going to depend upon the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna to help me out here. Anthony Beltran, 38 of 65 for 456 yards passing. He has four touchdowns and three interceptions. This is the guy that does most of the work. But there's also Derek Rose, 
Derrick Rose is another one of these guys that can do a lot of things. He can play quarterback. He can play running back. He can play wide receiver. And as a quarterback, he is 18 of 27 for 418 yards and six touchdown passes. I mean, talk about a one-two punch, and here comes the third one, the follow-up. You got the one-two punch, and then you get the uppercut coming from Xavier Foreman, who is 21 of 44 for 281 yards and three touchdowns. Derrick Rose and Foreman have not thrown interceptions. So the Rowlett Eagles, when you look at this whole thing coming their way, they have got to be on point. They have got to be very aware who is in this football game and at what position. Because all those names that I mentioned, and uh, as far as Derek Rose is concerned, and Foreman at the quarterback position, and Beltran. All can run the football. However, Anthony Beltran is in a negative, even though he's rushed at 19 yards. He took one big loss, but he would have been around 47 yards rushing. Or mark that. He would have been around 32 yards rushing, but he took a real big, big loss on one play, which made him negative two in those 19 rushes. So they can do it all. But let's go up to the rushing part of this, Miles Nash. Now he has gotten the ball more than anybody with 80 rushes and six, marked at 463 yards and nine touchdowns. But, oh, contraire, mon frere, let's not forget about K.J. Williams. 60 rushes, 422 yards, and five touchdowns. Folks, that's an average of seven yards of carriage. Miles Nash was 5.8. That was pretty impressive. Oh, but we're not done. Torrey Washington, 51 rushes, 407 yards, four touchdowns. That's an average, folks, of eight yards a rush. Unbelievable. Oh, but we're not done yet. Sean Coleman, 41 rushes, 277 yards, and one touchdown, and 6.8 yards of carry. Oh, but we're not done. We go to the quarterback, Derrick Rose, 22 rushes, 215 yards. Folks, that's almost 10 yards of carry, 9.8, and four touchdowns. Then Cameron Comer. He has six rushes, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Parker Wells, seven rushes, 31 yards. Xavier Foreman, the other quarterback, 17 rushes, 23 yards, and a touchdown. And then it goes to uh, Marshall Frost, who has seven rushes, five yards, and everybody else is under one, or uh, under uh, in single-digit rushing. But there are many weapons that are coming that way just in the rushing game. So the Rowlett Eagles have got to be very aware of who's in the football game and what formation is coming their way because you're going to see a lot of two running backs in the backfield. You're also going to see a lot of the running backs flaring out on third down and partially second down too 
to see if they can get into the passing game. Because the passing game is not necessarily their forte as Trent Dean leads the team with 13 or uh, uh, leads the team with 281 yards on 13 receptions. He does have six touchdowns. Derek Rose, 11 catches, 204 yards, and two touchdowns. Also, Chase Comer, he has nine receptions, 163 yards, and two touchdowns. Miles Nash, 12 rushes, 152 yards, and a touchdown. Cameron Comer, and I say rushes, those were receptions, I apologize. Cameron Comer, 16 receptions, 148 yards and a touchdown. Charles Washington, six receptions, 92 yards and a touchdown. Sean Coleman, six catches, 36 yards, three catches, 61 yards for KJ Williams. Cameron Kinn, two touchdowns, 18 yards. In other words, folks, this is probably the most complete and the most versatile squad your Rowlett Eagles are going to face even in the playoffs you got a lot of guys that can do a lot of things so the Rowlett Eagles are going to have to figure out a way to answer that so big time numbers there and things to look at you know so it's going to be interesting when you look at this game, Saxe and Rowlett are going to be playing for the district championship and to try to avoid the state champions, the Allen Eagles, in the first round of the playoffs. It's one of those crazy things that you can see. So how does this work out? I'm actually going to let the eagle eye explain the whole thing for you. And he'll be up on top. Those are my notifications dinging in the back. I can't turn it off. It is what it is. But I, I, the, the, the fact your Rowlett Eagles are in the situation that they're in, they got to take care of their own business. So what we're going to do now, okay? I normally go in, well, here, let's do this real quick. Let's talk about your Rowlett Eagles and their numbers because it is important. Those numbers are important. So let's take a look at your Rowlett Eagles and their stats as and we talked about it in the game against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and the stats that we'll be looking at, especially at the quarterback position, as the Rowlett Eagles, unfortunately, in the passing game, they have been dropping a lot of balls. They, You could say they've been dropping the ball, but they've been dropping a lot of balls. They have been able not to hold on to footballs, and Chase Topal's numbers, I think, have suffered as far as the numbers are concerned. Because I think with some of the passes that have been dropped, you take away one game where it was really sloppy, okay? But there's been other games where just dropped balls. Now, this past game, Chase Tupal was missing wide receivers, but it hadn't been that way until that game against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Chase Tupal, 105 uh, uh, completions out of 201. It's good for 52%. Guys, he should be near 70%. 1,678 yards, 20 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. And he also helps in the rushing game, 62 rushes, 228 yards, and four touchdowns. Total of 11 touchdowns for Chase Tupal. 
Chauncey Amos, your running back, 111 rushes, 697 yards. He's got eight touchdowns. Alex Wright, who comes in here and there, he's also in the wide receiver. Uh, he started that last game at wide receiver. Um, he has 13 rushes for 108 yards and three touchdowns. He also is four of six passing uh, for 23 yards and a touchdown. Going to uh, Charjay Hunt. 22 rushes, 98 yards, and Josh Expo, 14 rushes, 55 yards, and two touchdowns. And Jerry Evans with six, uh, six rushes and 38 yards. And the rest of everybody's single dig uh, digits um, uh, right there. So, now the Eagles have a good one-two punch at the wide receiver position. Now, it depends on what you think is important. Is it receptions? Antonio Hall has 32 of them for 678 yards. Leads the team in yards with eight touchdowns. One touchdown behind Jerry Evans with nine, but he has at 40 receptions and 667 yards. So you're looking at all those things that are going on in this one. Trevon King, 21 receptions, 226 yards. Chauncey Amos, 6 catches, 73 yards, 7 catches, 32 yards for uh, Seismic. And Rutt with 2 catches, 13 yards. Um, and uh, Jeremiah Tarwu, 1 catch, 12 yards. It was for a touchdown. So a very balanced team headed the Saxy Mustangs way. But when I look at it, and I hate to be a pessimist, I think the Rowlett Eagles have got a lot more to worry about, more so than the Saxe Mustangs. The Saxe Mustangs just have to make the play. The Rowlett Eagles, they have to make the play. Plus, they got to know what uh, personnel is on the football field at all times because it can change and where they will be. Who will be a quarterback? Who will be at running back? Who will be at wide receiver? So, it begs to say straight out the Raleigh Eagles have got to be ready about what's going on when the defense is out on the football field and have the right package for this squad they are facing on Friday night and folks couldn't get much better on a Friday night in reality because your Raleigh Eagles um, playing for the district championship against the best team in this district? Absolutely. So, that having been said, that's going to take us up to talking to the big man. The guy in is way ahead of everybody as far as uh, where it could end up happening. We'll talk about the Allen Eagles on the other side and Plano East folks are no slouch either. That's the district will be. So I'm just going to let the Eagle Eye Bill Cerner let you know about that. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll hear from our main sponsor. Of course, that is the Bullet Experience located at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, just on the outside of Waterview. Come in contact with Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853. And just to let everybody know, they have a flag football program out there for the youngsters. And it was put together by Melvin Bullet because there is concern in today's world world about head injuries and flag football has become a great outlet and a great change and also 
they offer out a girls flag football program that's going to be kicking off. And you heard that first right here. So Melvin Bullitt is not one to say, well, why can't the girls play? If they don't get enough for a full girls squad, they will let the girls and boys play together. It's absolutely wonderful. Great programs that are going on. They also have a soccer academy, folks, that I'm going to tell you right now, that is one of the best in the business. Okay? You just don't get much better because you're going to get the skills that you're going to need, and you're going to get it from a great coach that is out there. Soccer is big. And it's big amongst youngsters because of the, you know, injury risks that, that are a lot lower. So go on there. They have a four-on-four league, okay? And the skills that they're going to really work on are speed, strength, agility, endurance, stamina, sportsmanship, and social skills. It's a six-week league, so you get the opportunity to check it out. Boys and girls, kindergarten, fifth grade. Three divisions, kindergarten to first, second to third, fourth to fifth. So they'll be all set for you. And they also have weekly skills training that will go on. Now, this all includes the game jerseys. All games are going to be played uh, indoors on a high-response uh, sports court, okay? All right, that, not that hardwood, but a sports court. It's kind of like a, um, um, a uh, turf out that, uh, that they'll be playing No goalies are going to be in this game, and games are going to be played on Saturday morning. That league fee is only 75 bucks. Guys, get out there. It's a steal. So check it out. Not only that, you're going to be trained, and you're going to get everything that you need to know and get everything your kid needs to know uh, to be their best. So that's good stuff. Check it out. It's the Bullet Experience. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, and when we come back, it's the... Eagle Eye Bill Cerna here on the Couch Potato Smirk Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Do you need a website but not sure where to start? Baggies will listen to your needs, find out what's important to you, and provide a game plan to help you and your business succeed. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Raleigh Eagles, letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Why should you choose Baggies Web Solution? We believe in giving our client the ultimate in flexibility. We only use the industry standard software, providing you with almost limitless options when configuring your website and email. Want to use WordPress? No problem. Want to use Google Apps for email? No problem. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sunday Clark, Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. 
Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. Newly constructed, this lovely colonial couple features charming design and an asymmetrical roof. Household comes pre-furnished with one full cat and two sets of matching parents. Bright accents and pleasant decor. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs. For homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett, give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. Built in 2004, this Midwestern family boasts strong foundations with sunny interiors. Plus two twin-sized girls, one fixer-upper son, and one built-in bloodhound. Also comes attached with walk-in in-laws, located just around the corner. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs. For homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett, give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend Michael Smith of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe bursts in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation, restoring the calm after the storm. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about perfection body sculpting. Are you tired of seeing those love handles? Or do you just want to change your own image of yourself for a new you? Make sure you check into Perfection Body Sculpting located in the heart of Rowlett. A $69 consultation includes a 30-minute session of Laser Lipo. So start the New Year's off with a new amazing special from Perfection Body Sculpting. And remember, your goals are our highest priority. Contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionsbodysculpt.com. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. I got online, and I, as promised, he, he's the MVP of the broadcast. He's the guy that keeps track of a lot of things, and 
I'm depending on hopefully he's got everything set as far as what happens a win or loss as far as playoffs are concerned. I got I kind of left that in his hands. Hopefully he'll be ready. He <laughs> is the eagle. I'm Bill Cerna. How you doing, Bill? I'm doing good, and I'm always ready, Sonny. I, I've uh, I've uh, checked all my uh, crossed all my uh, T's and dotted all my I's, and I think I'm, I got a good understanding of what's going to happen for the playoffs. Well, good. Let's let's start with let's start negative first. I know everybody says let's start positive, but let's start negative first. As your Rowlett Eagles are taking on the Saxy Mustangs, Saxy undefeated six and zero, Rowlett five and one right now. In case of a loss for the Rowlett Eagles, I went and I looked at today's games because there's two games today as Wiley's taking on South Garland and Garland's taking on North Garland. Now, the Garland, the Garland and North Garland doesn't really have anything to do with anything, but a monkey wrench could be thrown into a big time here, especially if South Garland can figure out a way to end up beating Wiley over at uh, Homer P. Johnson Stadium tonight. Well, I'm going to clear things up, and uh, it's kind of, kind of, going to kind of burst your bubble. Um, the playoffs are set um, <laughs> okay. for division for Division One. It's going to be Saxe and Rowlett, and obviously, uh, I've mentioned it in the past, but this is based on uh, population, school population, and of the four teams that are in the playoffs, Saxe and Rowlett has the top two uh, populations. So even if uh, Rowlett loses, <clears throat> um, uh, there's a there's a tie with uh, with Wiley or, or uh, uh, North Garland. I mean, uh, Name and Forest. Uh, Wiley's still going to be that in that Division One um, uh, tournament. So it doesn't make a difference on what happens with those other two teams. It's pretty much set right now. The only thing that's not it's set on who's going to go in, into the Division One tournament and Division Two tournament. It's just not set on who's going to be the top seed or the runner-up. All right. So if you look at the Rowlett Eagles, they're in that uh, top seed. Then are you? Uh, am I correct in saying that? You are correct. And if they lose that game, then they've got to make a trip over to Allen, Texas, and play the Eagles. And if they win that victory, they'll get the victory, win the district, and then they'll be taking on, if I'm not mistaken, Plano East then, correct? Well, it depends. It could be Plano East or it could be Plano High. Um, uh, we just That one's a little bit trickier because uh, so those Plano schools are really close in population, so it's really going to depend on what happens on this last week because they're right now they're all tied um, in their it. district. So it's going to – it's going to determine what happens in tonight or uh, uh, this week's games to who's going to be that uh, that runner-up in the District One tournament. So really, you know, when we talk about the game that's happening tomorrow night, we're talking about obviously for the division or the district championship, which is obviously the selling point of this game. Like it always seems to be for the last three years, three to four years, uh, it always seems to come down to Rowlett and Saxey in the final game and usually on who's going to win the district. Yeah, and, and, and Saxey hasn't lost a district game in over two years. So they've uh, they've been on a roll. They've been taking they've taken this district the last couple of years. Uh, so this is Rowlett's chance to get that number one seed in the district. Uh, and honestly, much more than just winning that is not having to play Allen in the first round. Uh, that's the only yes. thing we know so far is that um, 
one, we're going to be in the District 1 tournament. Two is that if we lose this game, we're going to be playing Allen. And, and that that is huge, obviously. You know, taking the loss, Allen, getting the win, you'll get either uh, Plano or Plano East. Um, obviously, a little bit better shot um, as the Allen Eagles did uh, beat up on both, if I'm not mistaken. I know they beat up on Plano uh, East because it was a big story while I was in Arizona during the bye week for us. Uh, but really looking at what's going to happen here as far as the game is concerned, let's uh, move our focus on that game because there seems, you know, the stats, if you go by the stats um, as far as this game is concerned or what's going on and you don't know about the injuries, there has been some injuries to the Saxony Mustangs quarterbacks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I think you're up on top of that. What is going on as far as that's concerned? Because the quarterback position is where those injuries are happening. Yeah, well, and they uh, they lost them early in the game uh, last week, and, and not sure the status of this week, but I know uh, Coach Stevens is going to be uh, uh, ready for no matter who the quarterback is because I don't think Saxe will adjust their offense too much depending on who the quarterback is. Um, they've got a powerful offense. They've scored over points, uh, 40 points in the last three games, so they're, uh, uh, they've got a good, uh, good offense. I think... Uh, uh, what's going to come down to is uh, kind of like what we talked about last week, and it and it came true was uh, the play of the defense. Yeah, and, and it, 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 I'm glad that you mentioned that because when I was going through and looking at it, obviously they got the victory, 55 to nothing over South Garland. Here's where the the big number comes up, though. They did beat. Uh, Lakeview Centennial, but 49-38 to 38 gave some points up in that one. But the game before that, 42-9. The game before that, 49-0. Game before that, 23-6. to 6, And that was against uh, Naaman Forrest. And then uh, against Wiley to start off the district, 43-27. to 27. Uh, But so when you look at this game and you see what's going on in this game, Bill, you know, this is a different team than what they have faced all year long. Maybe the closest that they've come to is Wiley um, and the name and forest. We got name and forest right at the beginning where they weren't necessarily playing well. So, you know, looking at this football team, I was looking at the stats. They got, they got three guys that can actually play, uh, play the quarterback position uh, by passing the football, whether that be Anthony Beltran, Derek Rose, or Xavier Foreman. So they got three guys capable at that uh, quarterback position, but the funny thing about that is, is when you go back and look at the stats, you also see them receiving the ball. You also see them uh, rushing the football. So it's one of those crazy things. When I was looking at the stats for the uh, for this season, um, you know, this team, you got a lot of versatile guys that we're about ready to see in this game. Well, in high school, a lot of times you have teams that will alter their offense based on an individual where Saxe never does. Saxe runs the same offense. They, they, uh, they, everybody contributes, and, uh, and they're successful that way. They don't alter their, uh, their offense depending on uh, a quarterback or a running back. They run the Saxe offense, and, and they're successful at it. So I, I think um, uh, that kind of makes a difference with, you, with a lot of teams that you play against is that uh, uh, they, they're very consistent on, on what they do. So... It, it's going to be uh, it's, it's going to be a challenge for Raleigh because Raleigh struggled with uh, Saxe in the last couple of years. Uh, you know, last yeah. year they had a chance to win that game, 
they led yeah. for most of that game. So, uh, and and Saxy came back in the last to uh, to steal that one from uh, Rowlett. So, you know what? Throw the records out the, out the window. Throw the stats out the window. When these two teams uh, play each other, it's just a good, a uh, uh, heck of a good game. It's kind of like, <coughs> excuse me. It's kind of like Texas Oklahoma. You know, one could be ranked number two in the nation. Another one can can be a, a 500 team. But when they play each other. All that goes out the window, and it's just a good game. Yeah, and, and this one it spells up for it. Obviously, district championship on the line. Obviously, positioning within the playoffs is definitely a big thing as well. Um, you know, part you know parts of you are sitting there going, well, you know, I kind of hope that they win because I'd much rather them see play a different team besides the Allen Eagles. But you're, that, let's talk a little bit about that. You know, district that they're playing. We're talking big time, big time uh, as far as that um, that district is concerned. Where you've got plenty of good football teams coming out of there, and matter of fact, teams that really, really focus in on football more so than when you look at the Garland Diocese and the District Ten, where your Rowlett Eagles are playing. Uh, you only got about two or three teams that really, really focus, focus, focus on football because it's more about education and reality with in the Garland ISD and those teams that play in it. Um, so um, when you look at that district, let's know what's coming. I mean, we all know about the Allen Eagles. I mean, this is the number one uh, ranked in the uh, state, number three, if I'm not mistaken, through the country. Yes. But yes. What are the other teams that could be headed their way? Well, I mean, obviously we're talking about Plano and Plano East. Uh, it's going to come down to one of those two teams. We've seen Plano. We know what to expect from them. Uh, we yeah. really shut down that team uh, early in the season, and um, uh, I don't think their their running game has been shut down ever since. You know, we shut down their star uh, running back Cumby uh, in that game, and uh, he's he's had a, a great. I mean, he even had success against Allen. So uh, you know what. Plano has had us up and down. It started out slow. It's come on a little bit. It struggled here towards the end. Um, let's, uh, you know, we uh, the advantage we have playing them is that we know them. Uh, Plano East yeah. started out hot. They were they were uh, you know going into that Allen game uh, was a big deal because Plano East was on a high. They thought they could uh, match up well with. With Allen, they, they thought they were going to uh, um, uh, pull off the big upset. Uh, they went to social media, uh, spoke about it a lot, and then they yes, got their they bell did. rung. And, uh, and then uh, from there, they lost three in a row. So they, um, they've, they've kind of stumbled a little bit down the, uh, down the season here, but they did one last week, and, and they're uh, uh, hopefully maybe getting some uh, drive again here as, uh, as the playoff starts. But both teams are going to be tough for, uh, for um, Rowlett. You know, you look at it. These these teams, these Plano teams, the Allen team. These are these are schools that have six thousand plus students. Um, yeah. You know, Rowlett has Rowlett has twenty seven hundred. Um, so you're you're looking you're looking at uh, uh, campuses that are twice as big as uh, Rowlett. You know, obviously you don't you don't talk about just the population of it, but when it comes to athletics, you have a lot more to choose from. Yes. 
Definitely, and it's not like, like you know, I was under the misimpression that all schools had uh, choice of schools. It doesn't work that way. You you informed me of that because there are choice of schools for right here in the Garland ISD, and you don't necessarily have to live in a certain area to go to a certain school, unlike in District 9 in Region 2 and 6A for uh, where you have Allen, Plano, uh, and Plano East and Prosper. you got to be in that area. And right now, that's the top four that's over in that district, as far as that's concerned, as far as Prosper at four and two, Plano East four and two, Plano four and two, and these are all district records, and that, of course, Allen on top. But when you go outside of the district, you saw what happened to Plano. Plano's five and four overall, um, so they obviously got in that role right when they got into the uh, district games, the all-important district games, because that's where you're going to be. Um, judged by and now the Raleigh Eagles had Boyd. Boyd's two and four in district, probably not going to make the playoffs. Uh, but it, again, playing those out of district games against that district, District Nine this season, I think that we talk about it. How important is that in reality? Oh, it's always important, and especially with the uh, Garland District. You know, you don't have the level of competition that they have in District Nine um, in Correct. district, so. Us playing a stronger out-of-district um, uh, schedule really benefits us. Not being able to play Sat- uh, Rockwall kind of hurt. You know, we would yeah. like to be able to see where we're at with them. Because here's the deal. We we win the district and we go to the second, uh, uh, and then we win that first round. Second round, we have a good chance of playing Rockwall. Uh, so, yeah. you know, it, but in District 9, that district is so stacked and so tough that it's tougher competition in district than it is outside of district. Absolutely. Yeah, and because all these other schools, if they were in different districts, probably could roll um, as far as that's concerned. Now, location, location, location. You know, when you talk about it, Bill, unfortunately, there won't be any games as far as Raleigh Eagles are concerned being played over Homer B. Johnson Stadium or even, for that matter, Williams. Um, that having been said, it's going to be on the road. We're going to be over at uh, Allen as far as that's concerned. Either way, or uh, Plano East and Plano, do they play in different buildings, or do you know? Uh, yeah, Plano East plays over in um, in Murphy. I can't think of the name. Uh, Kimbrough uh, Stadium. Uh, they play over in Murphy. And then um, That's Plano right, plays right over the off of... Yeah, Plano plays over off of uh, Spring Creek. Um, uh, it's a Plano ISD Stadium, uh, which is off of Almond Spring Creek. So... Uh, they play at different stadiums, but if we win our district, we play at home first round. So it wouldn't make a difference uh, uh, where they play. They would be coming to us. Got it. Very good. So they're going to be somewhere around there, and and uh, you know if they get the victory, if not, they're going to be on the road, definitely taking on you know like you said, Allen. That that part has been figured out. It's more of a question on who they would face if they do get the. Uh, if they do get the victory, um, as far as that's concerned, you know, like I said, Plano, Plano East. I don't, I don't know about Prosper. I know they're four and two within that district as well. And the games that are going on today, it's Plano West. 
going up against Allen. So, and Plano West is uh, hasn't won a game this season. But here's the big game here, as far as that's concerned, Bill. Plano at four and two, Prosper at four and two. They play in Plano, and then Plano East is taking on Dallas Gazette. So it kind of looks like it might be, it could be Plano East headed this way, depending on what happens in that Plano uh, game against Prosper. Yeah, it just really depends. Uh, that Prosper team is actually a pretty. Uh pretty solid team but uh, obviously they're going to be in the district two tournament so uh it's not like we would see them anyway the only thing they can really do is just affect affect on who we would play in that first round if we win 10-4 see i knew the eagle eyes little cerno would be up on top of it knowing it and i thank you for picking up the slack for me this week of course i i did look at it a little bit and of course not thinking about the you know enrollment from the schools i didn't even think about that i was just looking at who they could possibly play so i'm glad you cleared that up with us and this one obviously district championship at home on the line you know uh, let me ask you who do you, I mean, we call the games, but we're honest. So that being said, what, what are you looking for in this game, and who you got winning it? Oh, you know what? It's like I said, this game is always a toss-up. You throw everything out, and you just play the game with these two teams. But uh, you know what? I think it's going to be a, uh, come down to defense and special teams. And what you know, I don't know much about uh, Saxy's special teams, but I know what I've seen on ours, and we always seem to become. Uh, because, get successful on, on our special teams. So I think that's where it's going to be the key and be the difference. And I, and I really think uh, uh, Rowlett has a good opportunity with this team. I don't think Saxe is the juggernaut that it's been in the past. Um, uh, you know, they played Wiley early in the district. If they played him now, I'd really be curious on how that game uh, uh, played out. So, uh, And then also with us, I would like to see us play Wiley in, in a little bit uh, better conditions and see if we can – how we can do uh, a little bit better on our offense. So, you know what, I I, uh, I feel uh, uh, comfortable with Rowlett. I think it's going to be a, a high-scoring game, but I think it's going to come down to uh, <clears throat> what defense can make a big play there. That, the big play, exactly. And that's what, whether or not, um, and, and I think where when I'm looking at it, I, as far as what the numbers are and stuff like that, my concern as far as where the Rowlett Eagles could lose the game could be in that big play as far as the defense is concerned, leaving those guys out on islands and things like that. So penalties uh, are going to be a big factor and the big play over the top is what I would be looking at in this game because Saxe is a running football team as well. So um, they have to make sure that they can keep their defense honest so you know they're going to be putting the ball in the air down there. So I'm expecting uh, maybe some big play opportunities for Saxe, and then it will be up to the Rowlett Eagles to step up to that challenge, to stop the big play in the passing game. And I think they can win this game. And I'm right there with you because I think you go back to the uh, Wiley game. Like you said, I think that's a a huge game for the Rowlett Eagles if they have it in uh, nice weather. I looked at the forecast. It's going to be a beautiful night. We don't have to worry about rain. We don't have to worry about any of that. So this one's going to be a good one here to, uh, on Friday night there, Bill. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Be, the only thing is it'll be a little chilly, but it's, it's football season. It's supposed to be. That, yep, it's 
football weather. It's what it's about. It's it's about seeing the breath coming out of the face mask when they're lined up and everything, and seeing that. I, I that's what I'm kind of hoping for, you know, to kind of get a visual. So it's going to be a good one. That's going to do it for us here on the pregame show. Of course, the district championship on the line Friday night over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. If you don't get down for that, you can't get down for football, especially in this district. So for the Eagle Eye Bill Turner, I am Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and we are out of here. Everybody have a good one. We'll see you Friday night. And we're...